Welcome to the latest episode of our Business in Focus podcast. I'm Rowena Morris and I'm your host for this episode. Transformation and agility have been watchwords these past two years. We've seen and heard impressive stories during the pandemic as businesses rapidly adapted to stay ahead of change from new business models to services. That pace seems set to stay, but it will need both technology and people to deliver. Our CEO survey finds that 75% of CEOs plan to grow their workforce this year. 29% are aiming to grow by at least 10%. Having the right skills, tools, and understanding within a business is vital to stay ahead of continuing concerns about cyber, continued volatility, and the pace of cloud innovation. So with the need to grow the workforce and bring in the tech and digital skills to keep pace with cloud innovation and other advancements, how can businesses avoid their digital transformation being held back to the speed of their recruitment and onboarding? Today, we're going to be taking a closer look at how a different approach to delivery can create a step change in your organization's ability to keep pace with change as we look ahead. I'm delighted to be joined in the virtual studio today by Darren Hardman, VP and General Manager at Amazon Web Services, who has seen firsthand the increase in pace as businesses drive their journey to cloud. And we're also joined by Dave Allen, a PwC partner who can provide us with the inside track on how professional services are supporting businesses to respond to these changes via managed services delivery models for all sorts of services. So let's kick off with some intros and Darren, I'll come to you first. So hi, Arena. thanks for that. Yep, my name is Darren Harbin. I'm the VP and General Manager of AWS and cover the UK and Ireland and looking forward to sharing some perspectives from many, many customer interactions and conversations over the last couple of years. Brilliant to have you here, Darren. Thanks for joining. And Dave. Hello, Rowena. Great to be here um, and to be part of this podcast. Um, as you said, my name's David Allen. I am leading our execution managed services business in PwC from a market perspective. And I've been working with a number of clients to think about how we can partner in very different ways to focus on delivering outcomes. And it'd be great to just talk through, I guess, some of the kind of practical hints and tips and insights that we've seen from that work uh, with listeners today. So let's kick off and explore how our recent CEO survey findings compare to what you've both seen in the broader market context. Um, and as mentioned in my intro, 75% of CEOs plan to grow their workforce, which is up from our last CEO survey, where only 56% were anticipating an increase. But along with the need for talent comes some enduring challenges. So while 45% of CEOs have automation and digitalization as long-term strategy goals, cyber continues to be their highest ranked threat. And then there's how they play, plan to grow and how ambition isn't always matched by agility. So with 53% saying it takes more than three months to get a major project from proposal to approval. So it'll be interesting to kick off with who's succeeding and why. And so Darren, if I come to you first, we know the pandemic has accelerated transformation, but how have you seen that increased pace of change come out and play in terms of delivery, not just ambition? It's been interesting, hasn't it? The last couple of years, and then depending on which industry you're referring to, it's, there's either been a a set of opportunities, um, tailwinds, or a set of challenges, headwinds in in kind of historic business models. So, you know, you just take you know, travel and hospitality, where they've had to dramatically dial down their services or, or completely pivot overnight. And then you take other industries, you know, retail, supermarket, who had to just double down over the last couple of years in the face of the pandemic to meet this kind of huge surge in demand from their their customers. So 
even though it's been difficult for many businesses, it, it absolutely has acted as a catalyst for cloud adoption and digital transformation. And so we've seen that over the last 18 months to two years, more companies turning to the cloud because of the agility it gives them to, to execute change. The organizations who have adapted quickly to meet the end customer changing needs by using the cloud are those that have really accelerated. And those that have done that, we've seen them kind of come out the other side of this COVID challenge with what we've called this reinvention dividend, that where they've experimented, where they've really put the customer at the heart of what they want to deliver. They've learned a ton in this reactive mode during the COVID-19 crisis that they're, they're applying to how they approach things uh, for the future. The cloud certainly has given them flexibility and agility and scalability at a time when there's been a new surprise around every corner. You saw it in kind of online food delivery, this kind of massive growth and massive demand when the pandemic struck. You saw it in broadcasters who kind of needed to stream at higher volumes than ever. You saw it again in kind of supermarkets with online shopping and you know all of these industries and, and many, many of the players in these industries have turned to the AWS cloud to help them adapt, pivot, and transform. And I, I definitely believe that we've seen this kind of new, kind of more agile, adaptable, confident enterprise emerge from this pandemic that holds them in a, in a, in a great place for the future as long as they can execute on that strategy and they can overcome some of the acute challenges that you mentioned in your introduction and skills absolutely is one of those. We just did a, a survey called the AWS Global Digital Skills Survey and we found that only 45% of the organizations that we spoke to have trained or beginning to train their organizations in cloud. And so we know that we have a responsibility with our customers and with the government locally to, to ensure that we're building those skills for the future. I mean, I really like, Darren, the point you make there around the reinvention dividend. Um, that really, really resonates uh, with me and really resonates with some of the things that we're seeing from a PwC perspective. Um, I'd characterize three broad transformation areas that we're seeing. So, so number one is about workforce transformation, which really picks up on the themes actually, Rowena, you talked about um, at the top of this kind of podcast. Um, we're seeing a real search for new ways of working, often digitally enabled, you know, speaking back to the point that Darren just made there around the 45% uh, the 45% data point that he just referenced. Uh, along with a renewal of the employee value propositions as organizations really focus on that war on talent um, and the great the great resignation as it's been referred to. So that's point number one, workforce transformation. Second area of transformation for us is portfolio transformation. Um, given the funds that are available in the capital markets, uh, we're seeing an increased appetite um, for deals um, and for all organizations to really explore what markets do they want to be in? What customers do they wish to serve? What products and services do they actually want to bring to market and support that customer base with? And at the macro level, uh, working with a number of companies and actually, you know, Shell, BP are really good examples of this, where we're seeing organ organizations really start to pivot their business model into, into totally new segments and, and the whole renewable energy 
push and drive is a really good example of you know organizations like shell mvp transitioning their portfolio um the third area is digital transformation that really goes to the heart of what darren and the aws kind of mission um talks to but fundamentally clients are looking to accelerate their journey to cloud and to build more scalable organizations and this is driven by a maturity of several technologies that are coming together at once 5g iot data and cloud that allow and mean for organizations to uh, bring those capabilities to bear in a very interconnected way so thinking about the sort of data that you're able to capture about your end customer and end consumers if you're not able to serve that through a cloud environment and be able to analyze that that's a missing opportunity so we're seeing this journey to cloud really accelerated so so three forms of transformation workforce transformation portfolio transformation and digital transformation and it's great that we're starting to look at how this trend is playing out too across sectors and how we're seeing some organizations able to turn these trends and sense of velocity into actual results and i'm keen to make the most of having you both here to help us unpick some of the factors that are helping these businesses succeed so darren are there any common themes or traits among the businesses that are doing this the best at pivoting quickly yeah, dave talked about you know transformation and concluded on those three points around digital transformation and, and we think completely aligned to this is this concept of of developing a culture of reinvention so if you just take cloud cloud has become a business enabler as companies of every size are now deploying new applications to the cloud by default and looking to migrate as, as many of the existing applications as they can as quickly as possible but one of the most misunderstood concepts is the move to the cloud is not just a technology change. It's really a cultural change. It requires a new way of thinking. When technology is available on demand, the kind of old world innovation and procurement cycles just don't work. And this is very much reflected in the research we do, but also in the customer conversations I have day in and day out. The enterprises who faced challenges over the last year were, were also the ones who struggled, not just because of kind of legacy infrastructure or legacy business models, it's because they just didn't have the right culture in place to pivot quickly and react, just like some of the examples Dave gave to the challenges that, they, that were kind of thrown at them through the pandemic. And so it can't be seen that transformation is just a one-off project or an absolute end state. It's, it's actually a mindset. It's uh, this kind of concept of continuous reinvention. And the process has to start by really working backwards from what your customers want, taking them on a journey and working back from that and saying, how do we get there? And helping anticipate kind of all the challenges that they may have and looking around corners on their behalf so that you can innovate and support them in their journey. And we've seen real whole industries transformed by businesses doing this. You know, AWS are digitally native customers, such as our fintech customers have entered and transformed that kind of traditional banking sector. And it's all been done based on customer demand for an, an enhanced digital experience, an enhanced functionality, and being able to really react quickly to those demands and pushing that new service out to them. And if you look at the Fortune 500 from just 20 years ago, 
only half of them are still on that list. And if a company wants to be around for the long term, this kind of culture of reinvention is critical. And, they, and these companies have just got to make it a priority to build that culture within their business. I really agree with that, Darren. Um, and that whole cultural point um, really, really resonates, particularly from a kind of workforce perspective. Um, I, you know, I, from a PwC perspective, what we're seeing is that, yes, clients want to focus on the right technology, but they absolutely want to focus on using the right technology to deliver results. And there is this real understanding that results only happen when technology gets ado adopted by people. Um, so for us, you know, I'd pull out three, three observations uh, building on your points, Darren. Number one, no person left behind. I think there's this real sense um, that I'm seeing that technology will actually be an augmentation capability for the workforce. So really thinking about how does uh, technology enable a new value proposition for employees, but how does it also, how are organizations thinking about their upskilling program to really take people on that journey from, from an internal perspective? It really also does come to the second point. Um, and again, Darren, you touched on this, a continuous improvement mindset. Organizations that understand they need to build an organizational capability that is continue to grow, grow and evolve, particularly in a cloud um, environment where your opportunity to deliver new products and services and respond to challenges like we've seen through the pandemic, those organizations that have had the agility to be able to you know, bring those new products and services to market have really benefited from that and the ability to kind of respond to customer needs. And then the third area, the third capability set I would point to would be an ability to think end to end. Um, you know, I think we've all through transformation programs uh, had that concept of thinking end to end. Uh, but but when when pressure comes on and when priorities are set in front of us, I think sometimes we can see a, a fracturing uh, of an of organizational muscle uh, and, 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 a, and a kind of regression in an, an ability of an organization to think end-to-end, -end, really continuing to push that um, from an organization perspective is critical. So for me, I'd identify three things, no person left behind, continuous improvement mindset, ability to think end-to-end. -end. I think thinking about it in those three, three pillars is really helpful. And I really like this idea that you were talking about around transformation, not just being an initiative, it's being around transformation as a mindset. Um, really resonates. So let's turn the spotlight towards what's happening behind the scenes. I'm noticing that you both reflected this increase in velocity and agility in terms of the work that you've both done, which might feel a little out of pace with our audience's experience potentially of bringing in external support. How has this affected how businesses approach the external advisor part of these projects? And Dave, I'll start with your perspective this time. Yeah, I mean, it's a really good, really good question, um, Marina. And I think like all businesses, um, the pandemic um, and the several of the tectonic plates that are that are moving in the market at the moment are causing us to reflect as a business on how best we serve we serve our clients and our customers. Um, I think what we're seeing is um, certainly from a professional services perspective, uh, a move beyond just advice and strategy. I think we, we've got a really good brand and a really good represent, represent, reputation of working with clients um, from an advice and strategy and implementation perspective. 
but we're seeing clients want to move beyond the need for just ideas and thoughts and challenge at times to outcomes. Um, and that, that's really about a different services-based mindset. Um, and it's really causing us to reinvent how we work with our clients um, and often actually think about how we do that over perhaps a longer time period than we usually would um, with a very, very different perhaps kind of commercial approach often in terms of really ensuring that we invested in delivering those outcomes and, and really bringing that partnership model to bear in concrete terms. Uh, and just to sort of bring this to life for you, we, we've done a little bit of research and um, one of the sort of headline statistics that, that sort of captured us, and again, you can prove anything with statistics, can't you? But um, we, we identified that 53% of our clients were looking to move all of their advisory budgets into managed services models. And actually 42% of clients uh, said that they would consider moving some. So we're seeing this real um, big push towards managed services as almost a sort of proxy for clients wanting to think about moving beyond advice and strategy into more of a partnership model based on delivering outcomes, which I think allows and gives the space for that continuous improvement, evolving mindset about how we bring our capabilities to bear with, with, with clients. Yeah, and from kind of the, the AWS perspective, you know, you refer to them as ex, ex, kind of external advisors. For, for us, this is our partner network, and it's, it's a critical kind of component of, of how we scale and how we support our end customer base. We've got in our global partner network over 100,000 companies, um, PwC being one of them, and they're providing technical and consulting support. 90% of the Fortune 100 are actually using one of these AWS partner network organizations for the delivery of their cloud solutions. So covering kind of a whole wide variety of companies that, that cover you know, every feasible use case you can imagine across every single industry, bringing that kind of industry angle, that change angle and that kind of execution angle. And actually just to the point that Dave said, many of these partners are actually certified in the, the AWS managed service provider uh, category, which, which means they can provide the end-to-end -end AWS solutions to customers at any stage of their cloud journey. So not just kind of initial consultation on solution design, but also building and then optimization and ongoing support. And that that plays nicely to some of the statistics that you just talked about, Dave, around customers really wanting to look for outcomes versus projects. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, actually just playing back and thinking, Darren, as you were talking there, for me, there is this focus on business outcomes, the integration of advice, build, run, and continuously improve as almost the new end-to-end, -end, more integrated life cycle and the prospect. And I know um you know you in aws have been thinking a lot about this the, the the prospect of new commercial and partnership models to really underpin that drive that's a really helpful way of thinking about it and i suppose to end on as ever we really like to provide our listeners with some practical next steps before we close so what would that be and darren if i come to you first yeah so an observation and a learning from me just over the last couple of years is that um 
I think speed is the only sustainable advantage that a business can have because you know anything you create can ultimately be replicated by your competition. So it really is about moving quickly, staying ahead of the competitors, make sure you're the first to get that new experience or product in front of your customer or potential customer, and that that's going to be rewarded. And to invent and to innovate quickly, you, you've just really got to understand the flywheel of what your customer needs. You need to be able to identify not just what they need today, but you've got to look around corners and identify what they need in the future. And you can then use the cloud to quickly transform your business to get it to where it needs to be to deliver on your future customer needs. And at Amazon, we do this as part of our working backwards process where we'll create what we call a PR FAQ, which is a, a basically a, a definition of what the future looks like. And then we'll take a step backward and we'll break it down in terms of you know, how we can ultimately deliver on that journey. And so that process is all about looking to the future to provide your business with kind of scalable, rapid transformation path that ultimately the cloud can enable. So, you know, take on that cultural change, be bold, experiment. That's what the cloud gives you and always obsess about your customers. I really love the um, PR FAQ process. Darren, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that um, and the opportunity that really provides. And I'm always amazed whenever I see it in action to really get people to think what does success look like over the next kind of three, four years? And then how do you work back from that? It's such a powerful process. And um, I think the opportunity to, to really bring that to life has been brilliant. So um, I, I, know, I know rather practical, but it's one that I really like. Um, from a PwC perspective, actually just reflecting on this conversation, what what it what it's brought to bear for me actually is the interrelationship between workforce and how organisations are looking to take their workforce on a journey, digitally upskill, uh, but also augment their capability um, with technology, but also their focus on their own core business model, right and how the interrelationship between workforce and new core business model powered by technology such as AWS is then developed actually over a longer, perhaps a, a longer time frame in terms of a partnership focused on outcomes. And I think those, the interrelationships of those topics are really, really interesting for us to explore. A couple of points from a, from a PwC perspective, just rather practically, one, um, although there is an interrelationship between those things, having a real clarity and focus in terms of what your vision is and ultimately what your business case is. So what's actually going to be valuable for you, your stakeholders, your customers, and a real clarity of thought around that is is really, really, really important. And that's actually why I really like the AWS uh, PR FAQ process, because it really does kind of bring that out. Um, I think the second thing is uh, that will really allow you to then think through what your options are in terms of bringing that vision to life, both in in internal capability sense, but also which technology alliances you want to take you on that journey and which partnering options uh, will best support you on your on your journey through realizing that business case, that value, that ambition. 
And that's a great point to end things on. Thanks very much both for that really interesting conversation and helping us to join up the dots between big ideas and delivering results. Some great areas of focus for our listeners there. So you can find out more about execution managed services by visiting pwc.co.uk forward slash services forward slash execution managed services. Please subscribe to keep up to date for all of our latest episodes. And thanks, everyone. See you next time.